Tyler jumps the gun and starts the show. We haven't recorded yet. What? That was totally Tyler's show mode right there. No, it wasn't. Because you were talking directly into the microphone. That's how we've all been talking for the last three or four minutes Good to point. each other. But it looked like show mode. It is weird when the when we're not recording how often we still talk into the microphone to each other. Well, Mike and I, when we hang out, uh, we bring round titles. We don't bring cords, so we're, we're, not, we, we're not crazy. We just hold our, our, <laughs> our hands up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. It looks like we're... We're blowing. Yeah. A ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. A really tall ghost. <coughs> hey, everybody. <coughs> Welcome to After Disaster 2019. Who knew Holy that we'd actually get here? Moly. First episode of 2019. Sweet. Two zero. Free hole hey, One nine. Everyone born in the 21st century. No, sorry. The 20th century. Yes. Is legal. Yeah, so come on over. Wait. Oh, yeah. It's true. I don't like that. That was true last year, wasn't it? No. Yeah, it was. Not technically. It, they, no, it was. Yeah, yeah. It was. If someone was born December 31st, they weren't legal until... 1999. Hmm? 1999. Like, if they were born January 1st, 20 Whatever. I mean, people born in 2000, so Everyone's I don't know. Everyone's legal that's a millennial. But isn't that number up. just made up by the law? All right. Oh, man. Christ. Here we go. Hey, we come to you live on tape. We are on the After Disaster. I am Anderson. There's Mike Carano. Uh, Everything's made up things. by law. And uh, there's Ty Ty to my left. Ty Ty in a mood, by the way. Uh, you guys couldn't hear what we talked about for the first 10 minutes, but the, the, the man's laying down the law. He's putting his foot down. He's throwing his weight around. Let's just say your boy's been watching a lot of Shark Tank, mm. a lot of The Prophet with Marcus Lemonis. Um, been reading you know, a lot of you Tim ever meet Ferriss. That guy? Who? The Prophet? No, Marcus. I like him one a lot, of the though. nicest guys really? you ever meet, and it's all an act. But it might not be an act. It is might that just a, be the uh, way he is. Is that a television show, The Prophet? Yeah, like Marcus Lamona. It's a great show. P R O F I T, and he like he helps your business. He's kind of like okay. bar rescue type guy. E. Okay, but uh, he he his whole message is all of business is relationships, and he's one of these guys. He learns your name. He'll use your name numerous times. Mm-hmm. He couldn't be nicer. He treats everybody like they're like his new. Very good friend. He just he just warms a room. We had him on Loveline, and uh, meanwhile his wife's cowering in the corner with a black eye. I fall I'm, for that kind of I'm shit not quite sure. easily. Oh yeah, so do I. Not Absolutely. Sure he has, not so sure he do I. Has a wife. Yeah, I think he might uh, have a husband. Uh, the uh, you know who did that was um was his name Drop. This is a perfect example. That's it was Robin saying. Williams. He he learned your name. Yeah, he, said he it. fixed and businesses. It made me love him. Mm-hmm. Every time I saw, I saw him, like once every five years, I'd be like, hey Mike, and I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. And That's all like, it takes, really. It, is it Robert Williams Like, you could be Robin? a child killer, but if you know my yeah. name, I'm like, yeah, yeah. he's not he's all bad. Right. Like, my, favorite, my favorite thing about The Prophet is, like, they'll, you know, be tonight on The Prophet, and it's like, my business is falling apart. I've never seen the show. Marcus Lemonis has to, you know, come in and fix whatever. Da-da-da-da. You'll be 15 minutes into an episode, and he's like, I can't do business with you. And it'll just, you won't see that store anymore, and now he just goes to a different store. They totally will sandbag you like that. He'll forget the uh, yeah, he forgets uh, the No, no. The, like, they'll just be like a shady person. Like, they'll sign the deal or whatever. And then he comes back, you know, he comes back two weeks later to check on the progress. And, like, they haven't done Is anything. Is there a show like, called Patriot? The Patriot, yes. yeah. It's on Netflix, I believe. No. Showtime? Am- Amazon. Sh- Amazon. Yeah, I've gotten a couple emails from a couple of listeners. I heard saying, it's very you good. gotta watch this program. I heard I overheard a writer talking this morning about it. And he said it's the show is so good they should just... For good things. Come on to set with every award and just go, here you go. I read a couple top ten lists, uh, TV top ten lists, mm-hmm. and uh, it was on it was on both of them. Hey, you... I got a Sony Trinitron. Was that on the list? Have you no, been watching that uh, Escape from Tanamora? 
No, I've been trying to get the uh, wife. I've been trying to get Jillian to enjoy it with me. Yeah. She won't. She doesn't want to take just the dive. Back up the truck for Patricia Arquette and just just pour everything. I think on I'm her. friends with the guy Why? who wrote that because she's incredible her. in it. And ben uh, Stiller directs it. Yeah. Uh, Jillian's like, I know the story. I heard the story when it happened. Uh, I don't need to watch an eight-hour, uh, eight, 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 eight. It's uh, so Paul Dano is so good. I Benicio need to watch del Toro it. is so good. Patricia you remember, you remember the story so good. When, it, when it happened a few years ago? It was about those two guys that escaped and like the, the woman that worked in the machine shop or whatever. Like she volunteered her time at the prison to help them, and she was banging both of them, and she helped them escape. I remember don't that? remember, but it was I do a big know. news it's, story. It's like Escape from Alcatraz meets. Uh, but did Jer- Jerry Jerry Stahl wrote it? Right movie. I don't know. Listen to me. We don't know who wrote it, Mr. Uh, name Dropper over there. I don't know. Hey, I got a dark question for both of you. He wrote Permanent Midnight. I don't like that movie. Uh, black. It was supposed to be really... What? <laughs> That's what the color would be? Uh, it was supposed to be really like, oh my God, these guys are so like out there on drugs, and look, at they're trying to hurl their bodies at a plate glass I thought window. you would have read that book and liked that book a lot. Uh, maybe I like the book. Hey, I got a dark question. For <sighs> you. Okay. All three of us die like within yeah. the, for the next 20 minutes. Does this show see the light of day? Does somebody come in and does somebody have the wherewithal to no, post it? No, it doesn't. Does like Jillian post it? Does maybe no. Lauren post no. it? No. The there's a chance we might all die because I'm smelling fumes, guys. I'm smelling carbon. I know carbon monoxide is not a thing that you smell. I think you might die, in which case I would like your permission to post the episode if you die. Speaking of smelling, I woke up smelling turkey bacon heavy this morning. <laughs> Thought my <laughs> wife was home. Got up. Turkey bacon was uh, securely sealed in the mm. meat keeper in my fridge, not being cooked. Hmm. Now I'm smelling uh, diesel in, in Ghost. Mike's apartment. Ghost. We come to you live on tape from Mike. Hey, do you think Toronto's there's a apartment? chance it's that old box I broke out? Could be the old box with Could the, be old the old vibrator box. in it. Maybe old vibrator sense. You think? Mike's got like and a prop box. Like the new kind old of box stock you throw like, like uh, onto a stage with like improv actors and mm-hmm. like make some work use out of this. I'd like to point out that your box is called the Perma Squeezomatic. Really? How is that it's real? It's a Perma Squeeze. I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't know either, <laughs> but it sounds spicy. All right, kitties, let's get I did, into... I did find a vibrator in that box. He did, and I An asked him why he had it. pristine vibrator. Yeah, Mike welcomed me into his apartment tonight, and I walked in, and he was seated, sat upon the floor in the middle of the room mm. with a... It's like the kind of box you carry out when you've been fired. Yes, um, absolutely. Right. But there's no like, documents coming out of it. spread around the room around him in a in a half circle, including Fabio's press release from <laughs> and a shiny eight-inch silver vibrator. And David Letterman, you know contract. how I know it's eight inches. <laughs> you did a little compare, compare, compare. Five times as long as your boy. Speaking of which, where's JLC? Is is he out of prison yet? I don't know. That was a year ago. I, that was I a year ago for, we did the prison episode. Were we supposed JLC's to write a, to him? He's what a, a documentary. crazy journey that was. He's a documentary that was never made. It was kind of like uh, played out on the show. We gave like, out, We all saw bad things coming for We JLC. gave out his address. Did anyone send him shoes or anything? I don't know. JLC, if you're listening to this uh, in some deep, dark recess of uh, a prison cell, please do uh, do write us. You know, Ask the warden for permission to write us. I feel like a lot of lives would be saved if they just threw like an iPod into the uh, solitary confinement and said, hey, listen to some podcast or here's a book. You know what I mean? People all go crazy in the solitary because they've got nothing yeah. to look at or do. Give them something to you know, wrap their mind around. But why would they do that? I don't that? think JLC was in solitary. Yeah, he I don't might think he be. For pot. I know, well, but he had a lot. You remember, the, you remember the story, right? Yeah, I happens. do remember the story. <laughs> and I'm jail. surprised if he's still alive. I, I'd be very surprised by he's that. He's Still alive? Ooh. He's not there yet. He got a bunch of people busted. Yeah, that's true. 
All right, uh, let's get to the biz, Nat. <laughs> That's why he'd be in solitary, because they're also in the jail, and they might want to kill him. Let's get into the business of 2019, all right? Uh, new year. 2019. We're going into a, the new attitude. <clears throat> we are canceling the show. We're canceling the Something show. Something we've been focusing and talking about uh, quite a bit, uh, a little bit on air, and, and definitely amongst the three of us. Mm-hmm. It's now called the After Vault. After Vault. Vault. that. The After Vault? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, All right. It's one big show. As many of you may know, I am uh, actively searching for work for you're, the first you're time. You're queer. Deal with it. What? <laughs> What's as that? Many, as many of you may know, I'm here. I'm queer. Deal with it. <laughs> That's the new show? Yes. We all come out. <laughs> this is the first time I've been looking for work literally since like 1995. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's a long time. 1995 is a long time ago, kids. Long time. Last time we were looking for work, a saxophone playing president was in office. It's true. A uh, cigar a wielding uh, president was in, mm-hmm. in charge of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, you know, I'm looking. I'm not. I'm not like really boots on the ground, but I'm sending out my resume to people. You know, I'm I'm actively applying and uh, two jobs in particular, and I won't go into details, but I was overqualified for okay. for sure. I know through the app that I use that they looked at my resume, both of them looked at my resume four separate times, which is very rare. Usually if you get one look, two looks, you're golden. Three looks, like they can't wait to talk to you. Four looks, like you pretty much have the job. I didn't hear from any of these fuckers. Maybe they just haven't uh, made a decision yet. Their job posting has been taken down. The job has been filled. Both of them. Oh. So maybe they looked at someone else's resume five times. And talking to some people. It could also be a bot. Just viewing your profile. I don't think a bot looks at your profile. I mean, you're submitting to the actual. Have you ever tried recruiter? Zip, zip, recruiter. I, I'm using that. I'm using. How do they make builder. money? Do they get a they get a piece of the action? A little piece. I think of the they buy? have advertisements, and I think maybe the people that are hiring have to pay to log on. I don't know. Because it seems know. like you would get hired, and then they'd go. You'd be like, "What is this twelve thirty one being taken out every week?" And they're like, "Zip recruiter." Zip recruiter. Yeah, they get a piece of the action for from. Now until you retire, I don't think I'm crazy in in jumping to this conclusion that perhaps before calling old Andy into the uh, interview room, they're like, uh, "Hey, you know what? His some of his shit is available right here, especially because it's in my fucking email and it's on my resume." Like, "Hey, these are the shows that I uh, mm-hmm. do and I, the audience that I built." And I, unfortunately, you know, a little bit too much of Andy's being uh, do you exposed. Have the after disaster listed li- listed on your oh fuck to the yeah, resume? especially when it's like a podcast. What network. does it describe? What does it say? Lifestyle program, <laughs> <laughs> a joyful. I might have to rework. Jaunt through I the, may have to rework my uh, resume. There it depends. You know, I have different resumes for different job titles. But um, I just picture someone just landing on, and then Fuckflix isn't going to do this, and blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And another thing, yeah. Spiel fuck comes over here. With I love his, that those are the two things that stick in, in Mike's mind. Is that are. I call Netflix Fuckflix, and yeah, I call Spielberg are. Spielie. Yeah. And he thinks that like both Spiel of those fuck, entities, apparently, according to like Netflix. And uh, Fuckflix and Speely are out there conspiring against me. Like, we got to get this guy. He's well, I would doubt if I were, if I didn't know the show or know you and I was listening and I heard you call them Fuckflix, I'd be like, this guy's got a bad attitude. <laughs> I know. Can you imagine you're thinking about hiring a guy to run yeah. your network, which I'm very capable of doing, uh, a podcast network anyways. I'm not saying NBC or anything, but like, you know, I've essentially run, come close to running podcast networks. I've, I've essentially been in charge of numerous podcasts simultaneously. Yes. I, Yes, I got the uh, I got a pretty impressive resume uh, as far as that kind of shit goes, and they, they're like, "Hey, let's take a listen to what they you know <clears throat> get the vibe of the cut of the jib of this kid," mm-hmm. and uh, yep. they're hearing this, or God knows what they're listening to. They're listening to like shit from way back when. So, 
Mike, uh, but maybe they have me. machete. <laughs> they have machete night too. downtown debacle. They're like, maybe, uh, you know, this is the, we're looking for somebody who can go out a the man street. on the street. Yeah. <laughs> What's this about? So I've already done it. I've already announced yeah, it. I, I, I threw it away when he yelled. <laughs> when he yelled I, I've been what? posting my resume on fuckrecruiter.com <laughs> and so Fuckflix didn't get a back man to me. Because of the modern day world that we live in and because, uh, yeah. you know, there's a lot of uh, chaos occurring with uh, past deeds and, and, and words that have been said uh, by You're worried about people. the chickens coming home to roost. We are. Uh, I've already said we're doing it on, on the film ball. We're, I'm taking. Uh, I, I, I demanded that we uh, only leave twenty up, uh, but uh, on, on the after disaster, we're going to leave ten up. Uh, the most recent, mm-hmm. and you guys agreed to that. You guys are cool with that. Well, we said yes. we'd say limited, but we can say ten. I'm sorry. Should That's I say limited? Did I fuck up? It doesn't matter. Should we mark the this? show? Is all about transparency. Mm-hmm. Kind of is. It is. Wires exposed. Shit. We've made less than like. I would say in the course of how many years we we've done this now eight years eight years eight how many actual edits have we made to episodes like to pull out Two, I mean I think very few I would say less than fi- I can tell you 15, this yeah. less than fifteen every night sure. that I'm driving home I'm thinking I wish we could edit this or <laughs> yeah, that and I know that Mike is thinking the same thing yeah, as he lays in yeah. bed I have edited stuff out but it was very few sometimes it was um it, we like, know when we need to edit something yeah. So like uh, when I'm like, guess who was the speaker at my AA meeting this morning? <laughs> beep, beep, beep. So February, uh, early February, we're going to pull down. Uh, already, it's a limited catalog. That's we're not there pulling anyways. down. We're shifting we're to shifting. make them accessible. Yes. Uh, only to uh, those who are actually invested in, and want like us enough and aren't going to cherry pick to bust us enough. You know what well, I mean? Well, you still, or you, I mean, you could just pay to bust us, basically. You could, but at least, you know, you'll pay and we'll get $2 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> while we're being busted so uh as of uh, early february uh only the most recent 10 oh no, we're limited right <laughs> yes, limited. whatever <laughs> which also brings us to at that same time that that happens we are doing a patreon refresh we want to make it better for you guys we want to make it <laughs> better for us we want it to be something that we can like easier proud of and talk about and also easy for our crazy schedules but actually deliver on stuff for you guys so Starting, uh, I guess we're saying February. Yeah. We're adding about seven more tiers. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a yeah, a, a six, a seven, an eight, a nine, a negative, twelve, negative, thirteen. Negative. There's a negative one if you can figure out yep. yen um, and like cryptocurrency transfers. No, uh, we are going to be doing the whole kit and caboodle Simplistic. for five dollars or more per month. If you want to give more than five, you can. But yes. the, the base will be five dollars. You will get every episode we've ever done. Zero. I am, I am episode zero to the most recent. I am in the process of uploading those right now. Our current uh, five dollar and up Patreon people have seen the. Uh, I think it's the most the first thirty are up right now, including such famous episodes as the downtown debacle. We've and got, all the people that have been paying more up until this point are going to get uh, a you, little treat. You get a little something, a little something special because we appreciate starting the, right now uh, with people. the uh, five de facto producers of this show, and they have been for a long time. Uh, I know there have been others uh, of you out there that uh, no longer are at this uh, level, but uh, Farzad, uh, mm-hmm. you are one of the official uh, five producers of this program. Uh, Ron Poole, yes? Ron, Ron Poole, Joe Held, Aaron Fordham. Oh, Joe Held's the best. Matthew, Matthew Miller. These are all names I know because I correspond with them. And, and Andrew Grimm. You guys uh, are so fucking generous with this show and you really have been helping this show uh propel itself into uh a weekly show which uh 
honestly, quite honestly, without you guys and also the ten dollar and the twenty dollar people that uh, continue to support our show, yeah. I, for uh, one, I wouldn't have a leather jacket. <laughs> The wives, I don't think, would you wouldn't be have cool three leather jackets. That don't have with a leather us jacket. getting together and doing this thing. Yeah. Uh, so you guys yeah. are like fifty percent. Not to of make your wives seem like they're money grubbing. Fifty percent of no, they are of uh, of of everything that this show uh, generates, and uh, we do. We are talking off air about uh, little uh, added bonuses, things that we're going to do just for you guys, just for the uh, the top tier guys that have been there with us for so long, and, and girls too. And been doing good things for us, but yeah. we're simplifying, we're streamlining in the new year, and uh, what we've done, what we we already have set up, is starting with tonight. Every single month, early in the month, you will get a bonus episode. If you're a five dollar or more a month uh, Patreon, you'll be getting a bonus uh, ignorance or academic disaster, whatever you want to call it. Maybe Tonight, we'll maybe we'll let people maybe the our, our people can vote on the official name. Maybe that'll even be a perk. We can have you vote on whether they're called academic sure. disasters. I feel like we should or leave it up to the listeners. Bonus and I don't want to jump the gun on this, but I believe starting in February, I am jumping the gun on this. <laughs> I'm so worried about if we're what he's serious, about to say. If we are serious about what just not briefly came dive, up Mike. for a moment, we uh, will <laughs> be able to take calls <laughs> if we make that investment. I would think that it's probably going to happen like maybe March. But yeah, we're, okay. we're, we're looking at okay. we're, uh, equipment investment so yeah. that we can take live calls with no latency. That is the, the ultimate yeah. goal. Sometime this year, we hope to be able to invest it back into the program and be able to take live phone calls because it's something all three of us miss quite a bit. Yes. It's what I miss most uh, from Loveline. In fact, I just came from Sex with Emily. She has a mm-hmm. live show now. She does it 5 to 7 on Channel 109 on Sirius XM. She does Sex with Emily five nights a week now. It's pre- yeah. essentially Loveline with just Emily is and her producer, Jamie. Is she still doing Jamie. the podcast or is she just she's doing still the doing the, the podcast, I think a uh, weekly podcast, but she's on air live on serious um from five to seven every night and I, when i'm in the car i, I tune in to emily it's, it's mm-hmm. great to hear her. and i just did her show earlier tonight i came straight here from there and it was so great taking you promote taking phone calls i wasn't really promoting anything it was kind of just like you know i talked about this show a little bit i talked about the the film vault and my movie a little bit but uh we I, I, you have a movie i promoted uh below deck more than anything else <laughs> i talked a lot about below deck and I just talked about like you know what it what it takes to be a, a decent husband and a man in a relationship. He's got to yeah. listen, and you know, I because they, they got a bunch of ladies in there, and I, I was I was the voice of the the, the oh, man's hell voice. Hell yeah. yeah! It was like if a cock could talk, right? That's but what it they was call your second? I was telling her this like I miss the the live phone calls on Loveline more than I miss anyone that I worked with on Loveline. Like I miss the callers. It was a connection. It was yeah. a connection. Even though I will say that the live phone calls that we took could hold the record for possibly the least informative. No, because if you remember correctly, we got a lot of phone calls that people had no question. They just wanted, they just hung out. But it would always veer the the, the show into a different direction, yeah, and true. I really miss that. And I miss I miss yeah. hearing from the the listeners. It's and like throwing a squid at a guy on a jet ski. So there is a very expensive piece mm. of equipment that we are, are hoping to use as an incentive. Uh, probably sometime um, in February, we'll start to see like the writing on the wall, how close we're going to get, and we will we'll, we'll figure out a. a, a watermark to get there and and pay that off but yeah so that's it It, it's that simple Um, i'm looking forward to this i i really like the idea of just going here's the deal you want to subscribe it's five bucks a month yeah it's a dollar 25 an episode and you're going to get the bonus less because you'll get get, a bonus so it's actually because it simplifies it over 400 episodes proven that we can't really be counted on no we can eventually i think we're the mistake that we made and it was a rookie mistake was the uh the physical uh, where yeah. it's physical, but it's also like you know, bifurcating our audience in like 
it no, made let's it not use bifurcating. Okay, sorry. I don't All even right. know what that means. It made us just like I don't know. It's I, I, I think I think our Patreon oh, quickly you, became like, a thing that we were like the we're males like, and the females. Oh, there's oh. things like uh, there's like it's like it was like scary to go into the Patreon jungle, and I think we this will make it back to where. We can just like that should be the hub where we're interacting, you know, with, with Plus, you guys. It makes me feel more comfortable just to go. It's a buck twenty five an episode if you want to subscribe. You don't have to. Right. They're still going to be free. It's a lot easier for us but to just that, say. To me, I think that's worth it. Yes. And, and, and we're going to have stuff. You're going to be able to vote on bonus ignorances. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to get these two idiots hooked up with the app so that they can be posting lens posts. Yeah, because I was telling Tyler and Mike earlier, like, there's plenty of stuff that I do with, with Atticus. I'm a stay-at-home dad all day with Atticus. We do dumb shit. I do videos all the time just for me. I don't feel like – it feels weird if I were to post that, like, on Facebook or, 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 or Instagram or, or Twitter. I, I agree. do every now and again. But if I was doing it for, like, a captive audience and you guys – like I know you guys, and I, you know I email with you guys, and you guys, you know, help us make the show a reality. I would be very comfortable, like a closed circuit TV, almost sending mm-hmm. it out to you guys. So it'd be fun. It'd be yeah. fun. It'll be nice. It'll have all of our content in one place. I'm going back through and pulling down any photos that I can find from our Facebook and Instagram, et cetera, that are are uh, spe- episode specific. I'm including them with those episode uploads, so it's gonna it's a fully streamlined It'll be a great archive It'll be a great of everything. Use, user experience. The Patreon app experience. is is very lovely. You, you also can get your own custom RSS feed where you can plug into your other podcast apps to get all those that back stuff. So, long story short, starting in February, five bucks a month is going to get you everything that these three idiots make. Yes, and when he says these three idiots, he's talking about himself as well. Now, yes. here are the academic disasters that we have on the precipice uh, that okay. we, we may or may not get to. We're going to do one every single month. You're Guaranteed. going to get it uh, delivered in your inbox early in the month, and here are, is a sampling of what we have uh, generated thus far. We may or may not do all of these. Uh, we're going to leave it up to you guys. You guys can vote, and we're going to be adding new ones, but here's what we got so far. Tonight, we will be doing... The history of bail, the bail system. system that with, might be why prisons. I'm in a kind of a spicy mood too, because reading about that bail stuff. Yeah, I, I want to do more. I, I think all the other topics that we'll be doing for the most part, you we're not going to be taking sides. It's yeah, not gonna be political. Yeah, yeah. Bail, you can't help but uh, take a side on bail yeah. once you learn about it. Yeah. And we have good news and bad news about bail, but uh, I think we'll have a lively discussion about bail uh, and the, the the bailing people out of prison and bail oh, bonds and all that. That kind. Yeah, I thought you meant like hay bailing and the I didn't machines. Think, that, I was thinking about the, uh, the... This is hilarious. The, uh, I thought it was pale. His no, you know what, pale. What was, was it Babylon? What was the... Someone prayed to a... It was like B-A-A-L. B-A apostrophe A-L. We are not religious, Bale. Bale. Mike and I do like not know. Zool, the, the monster from uh, Ghostbusters? One of the funnest things that I did in my sure. research was I, uh, I, I, I researched the, the best bail bonds names out there across the country, <laughs> as well as the best slogans, and some of them are pretty Ooh, great. It's, that's it's, good work. Some of them are is pretty JC great. Is JC Bail Bonds one of the best names? No. Why would that be good? Oh, it's like they have a great ad. But it's not a good name. It's welcome, Save it for the show. Welcome to Save it for the show. Yes, Bail Bonds. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Clowns. Uh, really excited to do clowns. Clowns. Many of you don't realize yeah, this. Anderson's I been begging us to do the clowns bonus ignorance for like six months until recently. But we're going to figure out the history, the origin of clowns, where they came about, and I can tell you this: they were the rock stars of their day. Before rock stars existed, clowns were the thing, and uh, we're going to be going down that. There's like three. Maybe or four we can get a special guest on that one. Chupacabra. Uh, Einstein's <laughs> Einstein's theory of relativity. Who's the guest going to be? I don't know, I but maybe we can get a special. You just guest rolled on that right one. past it. Oh no! I heard you laughing, and I was. Oh, why was, was that? La- I, I was thinking. As soon as I said that, I realized he hasn't returned my last two texts. Oh, you're talking about 
puddles? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he would be a horrible guest because he wouldn't speak. You know I, I think it would be fantastic. I feel like someone like Puddle should have his own font on texting, right? Like it, he shouldn't. <laughs> he shouldn't be in like our like. Mm-hmm. Let me rattle these off and then we can move yeah, on. Rattle okay? those off. Chupacabra is going to be. Uh, I, uh, I can't imagine that one. Mike, getting. Mike, forward to that one. Mike earnestly started like spouting off stuff to us at the mere mention of it and was ready he's, to do an episode on started, it right now. He started showing us like reports that he put I have on a it box with my Chupacabra investigation material. Yes, yes. But it right was like made for if, yourself. If that's yeah. not reason like, enough, it wasn't to, I was if obsessed. that's not reason enough to sign up. I was Ty Ty and I can just kick our feet up on that I, I'm not doing shit for I have episode. a large poster in the other room with a, a fabricated picture of Matt, Steve, and I and it, was, it says C. Busca, his original after disaster. And it's got the Comedy Central logo on it and that was a pitch that I made to Comedy Central about us three guys in search of the Cibusca means the search for the Chupacabra. Mm-hmm. And we just si. go to Mexico and we search for the Cabra. Wait, wait, what is it? Cibusca? Cibusca. S I B U S C A. Yes. Search? The search. C? Yeah. C means yes. Well, really. With, without the apostrophe, it means if. Jesus Christ. If the search. Well, I wonder I didn't get Einstein's, so <laughs> Einstein's theory of relativity. That was something that Jeff, a uh, friend of the show, Jeff Covey, uh, suggested. Odd religions. E I, equals MC squared. There, we already did it. We'd each uh, research on our own to find like, a, a very odd religion. Then we'd come in and we'd, we'd uh, discuss the facts of that religion that we discussed. Can I come in with Christianity? Discovered? You may, because that is odd. Yes. Just yes. like the, all of them. And we might no. both. All right, no. Look, hear me out. Land on Hear both. me out. This Sam- guy was nailed to some wood and he became a zombie and now we all believe him. Sam- Salem Witch Trials, uh, Afterlife Theories, Black Metal. We're finally going to do that, I hope. Uh, see Busca. Yes, we're seeing the... Uh, okay, I misspelled that. I'm pretty take a sure that means... That for the Patreon if, people. If search. And uh, the lottery, the history I, and I allocations. I think it would be La Busca. Vlad the, Vlad the Impaler, the Treasure of Forest Fen. That's Andrew Sada uh, suggested that one. I looked into it a little bit. The Treasure of Forest Fen is pretty fucking sweet. Quinceañeras. Quinceañeras. Oh yeah, that's going to be the creepiest one of all. Natural Mike, selection. Also excited about that. Sixteen-year-old weddings. Natural selection and some Animal Kingdom oddities. Uh, clouds. Nate Kern is suggesting clouds. So, uh, it, most of those that you heard hopefully will be, unless we come up with better ones, or the listeners, uh, Patreon people, come <laughs> up with a better. Can you imagine a new listener right now? Guess what? We're going to discuss on the upcoming bonus episode. Clouds. <laughs> clouds is good. I looked into it, and it nothing actually, can be worse sure, than recycling. So. Makes your day, your daily, like just wandering around the streets during the day. Like if you know shit about clouds, and like you just heard it, like dude, a is that serious? We got a Stratus. We got a look at that, bro. We got a cumulonimbus up here. That's a that's a broom that you fly around on. And the way the way that we're the way that we're we're structuring this also, and this is the final thing that I real quick. Which clouds hold the angels? Tyler. Uh, it's those long stringy ones. Okay. Because it resembles the harp. Mm. Okay. Last thing I'm going to say about this. Uh, <laughs> the way we're structuring this and the whole point of the bonus ignorance is, is so that it won't necessarily become part of the fabric of the actual show. So if those of you who aren't going to Patreon, and that's the vast majority of you, I get that. We don't want to alienate you. I right? get it. I don't give anyone money for any podcast. I give, <laughs> I give that right money. now. I, I, I don't support do. anyone. I, I actually do. I, I guess back. I'm the shithead in the group. I give back uh, here and there. And actually, they just did a study about giving. I give back in triple, trickle down, yeah. trickle down podcast nomics. And I heard this, and uh, they said that it is a, a pretty wide reaching study. And I don't have all the particulars, but people that um, got like they did, they had samples, right? And people that got like something for themselves every mm-hmm. month. 
uh, tracked how it made them feel and how long it made them feel good. And then they tracked uh, a, a group of people who gave every month and yeah. how it made them feel and how long it made them feel. The people that gave had a bigger reward of course. Uh, and longer lasting reward and than the people that got something for themselves. And you get a bigger harp when you go to those clouds. Yep. So, and the, yep. the beauty of the, the old Patreon harp. is you give double necked and you get. You give and you get. The, uh, there's there's a lot of theories behind this, and if in that book, that self-help book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki goes into great detail about how you need to give away. It's tithing. It's the same thing. You need to give away some of your money, mm-hmm. no matter what, and he can't really explain the, the physics of why it comes back to you, but it does, apparently. Are it's you, the same thing with being of service. Are you... Like are you in the middle of our pitch to get people to sign up for a Patreon, saying they're like, "Well, you know, you got to tithe." <laughs> I sort of am. You got to what? Well, when, I, when like I, you know, giving is like tithing. Started, while we're being like, "What's it's money?" Get, it's ten like percent of your income. You're offering, yeah. It at, yeah. But when I when I did Patreon for my podcast, it's just funny that Mike is saying, I felt like, guilty about us to it. charitable giving. Yeah. So I went on and I donated to other people's podcasts, mm-hmm. and I just recently and now you're finally canceled my credit card on. Rune and Lindsay's podcast that I've been paying like five bucks a month for for the last two years where they haven't done a single episode. Mm. Right. And they, you're like, oh, now I know how I feel, how some of our listeners feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the long and the short of it. Uh, do we want to talk about the... I, I would imagine most of our listeners aren't even uh, aware of the controversies going on with Trump? Patreon. Trump? <laughs> <laughs> do no, we even want to talk no, about that? No. No? No. I don't think I, I'll we... go on the record and say like, Everything that I've researched and read about it uh, thus far, I don't have a problem with it. And uh, there are people that are very, very upset because uh, Patreon creators are getting pulled down left and right for uh, political hey, guess bias. What? Guess what? Patreon's a private business. If they and don't want your message on their thing, they're allowed to kick you off. What kind of things have been pulled down? Um, severely right-wing things, uh, people using racial slurs, hate speech, and okay. also tech companies or tech-related uh, uh, podcasts that are giving things away. Uh, my whole take on it is it's I'm I am the biggest proponent you'll ever meet for free speech. Like I get pissed that we're not allowed to yell. I, I I wish that we could yell fire in a crowded place. I really do. No, I don't actually. Do <laughs> but weird, weird, okay. weird line in the sand. <laughs> Hope your new employer but, doesn't listen to that part of the show. <laughs> when you when I you, wish you could yell fire in a crowded. But Patreon theater. is not different from like you're hired, Mister. The improv, right? Like if if a uh, uh, correct a, a comic came along and like uh, all their jokes were about burning Jews or something, and okay. there it was a hate speech. Like the improv has every right to say, yeah, y- we're not going to have you do that on our yeah. stage. You're Patreon, allowed to go do that somewhere else. Patreon's like a stage. It sucks that some people, many people, like make their entire living on patreon and uh patreon has the power to pull the plug but i have not read and, and we have a few listeners people that are hearing this right now that are going to be furious with me saying this these words because they are adamantly opposed to patreon because patreon is exercising their right to pull the plug on people mm-hmm. and uh I, a lot of noise this has on my always Twitter happened feed. with web stuff like uh youtube people have had their channels like downgraded and stuff. Well, and I guess the they first were livid one, and they've they've protested, and you're you're like, what are you protesting? It's the, a free website. The first one that happened, and I'm forgetting his name, and he wasn't really that prevalent uh, at the time. He's made a much bigger name for himself now because of the controversy surrounding him. But uh, his hate speech and his uh, slur, his racial you're not slur talking about Alex Jones, are you? No. His racial slur occurred on YouTube. It didn't even happen on Patreon, but Patreon okay. found out about it, and they're like, all right, we don't want you on our platform anymore. Okay, but I. It's completely their right, and I think that it, it, not until unlike, they cancel us, then not unlike free speech, uh, like 
they have every right to exercise their free their will to say, hey, we don't want you on our platform. Yeah. Like it's it's And you still- can be mad at people can be mad about it. You have the right to also be mad about that, but like the the two don't cancel each other out. Yeah, it would suck if they decide to like go back through one of our things and isolate one sentence and be like, We don't want this show on our show, our platform. Yeah, yeah. it would suck, but it would suck. What are we gonna do? Well, Jordan Peterson and some other uh, big names. One guy, I think his name's Tim. Something, I, you know, I've read about all this, but a lot of it has faded from my mind. But uh, he was making, I think, like hundred and ten grand a month or something insane like that. And he's like, you know what? Fuck you, Patreon. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull my show. And he and 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 um, Peterson and a few others are going and they're making their own platform now. So well, good. That could be part of the whole purpose of this too. Is like you know they're creating a firestorm to get more publicity for the new platform that they're going to be creating. I don't know. All I know is we're just trying to do our little show here. We do put in uh, work and it's a lot of fun doing it. And I know that I wouldn't see you guys nearly as often as I do if it wasn't for Patreon. So yeah. I have Patreon to thank for that. And even though we just did about a twenty minute ad, pretty sweet. We just still don't have ads. And there are actually people that would advertise oh, on the show, which is yeah. insane. I was actually approached not too long ago about vintage dildos, Inc. <laughs> I have to pee. I have Me to pee too. too. Ooh. Okay. Oh, our first bonus. <laughs> our first bonus. <laughs> the PP tapes just for new subscribers. That was a healthy stream, boys. Oh, I man. To, I have to pee again. The, the weird part was when Mike's pee started going up my pee hole. Mm-hmm. Like that alien pee. And my pee was going around it. Mm-hmm. Mine was off the side, mm-hmm. shy. And nervous. I, I I think the least efficient part of the human body, which actually I I probably misspoke, but is the uh, the fact that we have to go to the ba- bathroom. Hmm. What do you? Th- what would you propose? Maybe not the least efficient, but I think it's the worst part of it all. Well, I've eating, always said eating that is plants enjoyable. have it down. Plants the, got it with the uh, the photosynthesis. Yeah, like but they, like t- taking in sugar and stuff is so enjoyable. Taking in food feels good, but then. All of a sudden, you have to get rid of it, mm. and it's uh, having a poop is pretty good. Okay. No, I'm just saying the fact that we have to it stop feels good. what we're doing to pee. I'd like to thank Brad Devine, who uh, I believe that's his name. Brad Devine, a few weeks ago, sent us a care package, and uh, we opened. The I'd pins, like to thank a guy whose name I think is this. Open the pins off air, and uh, pretty sweet pins. Yes, the, uh, Heaven, the I got Heaven's Gate. Heaven, and we talked about Heaven's Gate on that weird. episode. So bizarre, so bizarre, and I think I I hope I told him. But we talked you about did. Heaven's Gate you, you before we opened the package. Was that the package that also came with those potato chips? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those had been smashed to a smithereen, so we were kind of eating crust. Also, they, I just think... Those potato chips, good. each bag had two pounds of potato chips in it. Is that true? I ate all of it <coughs> in like three two days. Two pounds? I don't think each one was 32 ounces. Each one was two pounds. Wow. Mm. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed. <laughs> I'd like to thank Nate uh, Balcom for uh, bringing back to the program. Spill the beans was the uh, the term which I've been scolded on. It's not terms. What is it? Idioms. Idioms was the idiom that uh, idiots we were we were going to talk about, and then we didn't spill the beans. We still haven't talked about it. We still haven't. Not so maybe we to. will. Not going. Yeah, to. Now, we're now it's banned. It's banned. It's a topic banned from the show. <laughs> Patreon. Uh, yeah, yeah. We we'll, are we are censoring. We'll not sp- we'll not speak about spill the beans. I won't spill the beans. Just do it now. What I'm is it? it? I'm doing it. I'm looking it up. Origin of spill the beans. Wait, Wait didn't loading, Tyler loading. T- talk about the beans being spilled? No. Uh, the OED, what is that? Origin? Original English definition. Thank you. How do you o- know that? Oxford English definition? Gives a 1574 quote for spill it, meaning to divulge, let out. Although uh, it be a shame to spill it, I will not... Lou 
Verily unto the good sir, it was proclaimeth that the spilling of thy beans shall not be had in the presence of mine majesty. The spilling of beans endures within and outside the U.S. Over the years, there have been uh, countless variations. What are you doing right now? A form meaning... uh, uh, I'm waiting for you to get to beans. Beans are good for your heart. Basically, mm. a man reminded us that we forgot something, and so to reward him, we <laughs> just no, reward Googled page. something and are reading it blindly to him and all the other <laughs> listeners. Yes. Who doesn't want a popular paper? folk etymology for spill the beans claims that in ancient Greece, applicants for membership in secret societies were voted upon by having the existing members <laughs> drop beans into a opaque pottery jar. What shit are they going to make up about us like in about 500 years? They're like, well, uh, legend has it that Americans voted by dropping ribs into the river and which no. whichever bank <laughs> had most ribs on it was became president. I Why? thought you meant us literally make, the make after disaster. And I'm like, do you really think we're that significant? Well, yes. <laughs> 500 they, years from now, people will be like... I wouldn't be surprised if we're considered like the Picassos of our day. Why would they have to make up uh, things when they actually were going to have written history to... Uh we got written history from the Greeks, but we're still bullshitting about what they may or may not have done. No, they didn't say that. It was pretty definitive. It just oh. said maybe nope. they were dropping beans in the Oracle's all, all smart people maybe always say that. it doesn't matter. A popular folk. Speaking of unheralded artists, I watched a very, very uh, interesting documentary on Netflix called uh, Struggle. Have you heard of it? Sounds boring. No, what is it? It's about this guy who's like... I've been told to watch it. This incredible uh, sculptor from like... He was born like 1890 or something and uh, incredible Polish sculptor that like should have been one of the greats. Mm -hmm. But because he kept going between like the U.S. and Poland, um, he would like gain a little bit of notoriety, but then he had to leave for like a reason and get a little bit there. And then uh, during the Blitzkrieg, Warsaw was bombed. He lost his entire studio of like 100 statues were all destroyed. So he came back to the U.S. with, like, nothing, ended up, like, working like, a steel mill or something like that. And, like, all he had was basically photos of his work. Um, And the only reason that this documentary was even made is because some dude who was, like, an underground, uh, like, comic artist, like, what, Crumb, wasn't he, like? Okay, yeah. yeah. It was not Crumb, but, like, that style of, like, pop underground punk comic art. Uh, He was going through some, like, alternative bookstore, found this, like, book of this guy's work and was like this stuff is incredible and he bought the book Wilson. and then a couple months later i guess he was in some like a record store and behind the cashier on the wall was a poster of one of the of the st- statues that he's never seen anywhere else before and he's like you know who this guy is it's like it's not stanislavski but it's something like that okay and they're like oh yeah he comes in here he gave it to me like as like a as a thank you he lives like like five miles away and like wow. Granada and this guy's like I've never even heard of this person I think he's one of the greatest artists I've ever seen work of and he lives five miles from me so he just called him up he's like a 25 year old guy called up this 80 year old man he just found him in the phone book he was like hi I like your work can I come talk to you and like it started this like long friendship of this guy and all this like underground so he's like we're the lowest of the low of artists like we're the least considered you know these like we do like gross out you know comic art and album covers and stuff and we're hanging out with a guy who used to rub shoulders with the the elite artists of like you know the 20s and the 30s yeah. who faded yeah. to obscurity um and it goes into like they go through his history and then they, they kind of find some like sketchy things about him that you might find from someone who grew up around uh yeah uh in the, the 30s war. and 40s in in europe okay um but like it's, really it's fascinating. Baguettes? It's fascinating. <laughs> he, he, the guy basically 
invented his own alphabet, kind of veered into making his own kind Was of like religion to at, be a at the end. No. Uh, Wait, he but, made his own alphabet? Yeah. I claim to do that. Remember when a, I was on B, math? C. <laughs> it's easy as one, two, three. I'm like, each of these symbols is uh, worth an, uh, actually like a, blue, a full sentence blue. or two. I invented this. You, you it's might an be, alphabet. You might be this guy. I'm not that guy. It's very it's very good. I, I, I had no idea what else. I just invented my own alphabet. Lauren and I were watching something, and then she fell asleep in the middle of it, so I was like, I guess I'm watching something else, and it just happened to be the first thing that I pressed play on. and it's That's pretty good. It was really cool. She woke up. I love when she wakes up. Like, so she'll fall asleep during a show, and then I will then put something else on that is very up my alley and no one else's, you know. And she'll just wake up, and I can see the look in her eyes. Like, porn. what? Yeah, what I get does that a he lot. do when? Like I watch, she's like woke up part where like you know just some ninety year old Polish man is explaining his <laughs> pre war sculpture. <laughs> Was it Harvey Picard? Fuck is this guy? Was it Harvey Picard? No. Uh, Harvey Picard has been dead for too long. For you ever see that documentary Crumb? Yes, it's pretty disturbing. The, yeah, because he was a crazy, crazy fucker, right? <coughs> and like his his siblings were way crazier than he was. Like his one brother would sit on nails like eight hours a day or something, one of those beds of nails, yeah. and he would spend like sometimes a, a, a day or two, I think once a month, just taking like this this. Uh, uh, it was like a cloth, like a like a like a roll of cloth, almost like a, like a like a string. Okay. And he would just swallow it very slowly until it went all the way through his digestive then he'd system. String it up on two trees outside, and like he a would hammock. Pull it out of his bum, and then he'd spill the beans. And he would he would spill the beans with it, and that's <laughs> how, like how would he know that that cloth was not going to disintegrate? I guess it's like a practice that like ancient monks do or something okay. where you just swallow it through your entire... Did he pull it out really fast to clean out the they system? They didn't show it, thank God. His name is Sukolsky. Sukolsky. Mm. Yeah. The uh, And he is like... Crumb. He is the most egotistical, like full of himself, but charming guy. Yeah. I love when He's people like, like have a I horrible... Am, I am better than Leonardo da Vinci and like all this stuff. I love it when people have like a horrible like uh, personality trait, but they somehow are forgiven for it because they're so great. In the middle of him talking about how he's better than Leonardo, the phone rings and it's the guy seeing if he can work on Saturday. <laughs> hey, can you cover Saturday? <laughs> yes, I will. I need the money. His work is incredible, though. It's... <laughs> Seems that uh, a photograph would not be the best way to appreciate a sculpture. No, but they do these really cool um, to kind of like break up the story as it goes. The, they kind of they will focus on one piece of art that they've somehow like they basically I don't know how three D modeled three D modeled okay. it, and they do these really cool passing shots like in it and through it all. Uh, you know, the make it, it makes it seem enormous because you're now a tiny camera like flying through. The, That's pretty good. You saw American like, Splendor, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a great, great movie. It wasn't. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I took Jillian early on in the dating process, and uh, she doesn't. She's not one for films like that. Okay. And she was very upset, and I think that she mars my my film going experience. But you didn't like it because she didn't like it. I think that she does have some effect. I think I want to be human. If it didn't affect me when the person next to me that I care about is groaning and like looking at her watch, uh, however, it wasn't what I thought it would be. I thought it would have more levity. And uh, Paul Giamatti was it was a sad sack. And it what was did just, you think would have uh... American Splendor? Mm. I thought it was great, man. I thought Judah Friedlander was f- perfect. I'm sure it's great as like a, a, a character study and mm-hmm. uh, a period piece or a, a bio. That's exactly what it was. Biopic. Yeah, that's what it was. I think I wasn't in the right mind space. I was hoping for more like uh, uh, crumb, but it, it wasn't a crumb enough for me. Uh, 
But you know, uh, 2003, I think it came out. You ever go to movies at uh, Quentin Tarantino's theater on Beverly over there? Uh, last one I saw there was God Bless America. They you? um they remodeled the entire place. I haven't been inside, but they this remodeled it and they showed The Godfather the last two nights. Mm. And uh, can't imagine the uh, clientele. It's <laughs> terrible, but yeah. I do like that place. <laughs> <laughs> they only show 35 millimeter. They refuse mm-hmm. to show anything, which I appreciate. However, I can't be. It's better than the theater by my house that only shows eight millimeter. The, oh, Nick, the Nick Cage one movie. millimeter. The Nick Cage. Yeah, remember eight millimeter with Nick Cage? Oh, they only show. You're making a they joke. They only show that. Movie. I thought because it wouldn't surprise me in today's day and age where that they have like a penny arcade where they're only it's showing like eight millimeter. Yeah, but if they had an eight millimeter movie theater, it would only be showing home movies. Right, be, which I can see people showing good. up to. I would go watch Ray. I just can't go movies. see what Hollywood's producing. It's With just, that, it's I would too... go just for the. You know, that, that is noise. not a bad idea. Just a continuous theater, and you could be like vaudeville, mm-hmm. where you just pay and you can go the show Whatever runs from want, like yeah. noon till midnight. Yeah, and it's just a continuous, never repeating itself, eight millimeter home films. That is a terrible I- idea, though. Mm. It wouldn't be a bad idea if they could find the blocks of film that were actually interesting. Like if somebody had had vintage footage of like Hollywood I and got, stuff like I that. I got 16 and 8 millimeter uh, film of my father's that I've never put into a machine. I don't think it has to be that interesting because I'm like tickled anytime there's a documentary and they're showing like, yeah. there's always that, like the 50s barbecue where the dad's like throwing yeah, the kid over the air. I'm like, it looks cool. Yeah, I know. Like I'm a total sucker for that. So I think uh, you could. I'm a, I'm about to take uh, on the and I I've been meaning to do this for a while but m- I have I have every single piece of video uh, that my parent my, my my family ever created over mm-hmm. the years mm-hmm. probably about 15 years worth of it, various uh, different formats and whatnot yeah just my phone and uh, I'm gonna start transferring it I gotta like I gotta find a VH a, a beta machine and uh, I'm gonna start just rolling it all in through Adobe or or Final Cut. Uh, piece by piece because that's all going to start disintegrating like pretty yeah, much yeah, if yeah, it yeah. hasn't already and uh, I think it's really going to take me down the rabbit hole of my family and put me back in the mind space of what it was like to be a child in my dad's house so basically what and you're going to be doing is like a media version of ayahuasca huh oh, we oh how, is, hey. how is that for a segue baby are you going to um rent one of those or buy one of those machines to digitize the yeah, film the ayahuasca machines the film they're pretty, part they're pretty not expensive are they inexpensive now yeah well you can buy them at b and h for a couple hundred bucks it's called telecine and it used to cost us a fortune back in film school like yeah. uh, it, was, it, it was something absurd like 300 dollars a minute or something okay that we'd have to do uh, <laughs> i don't know if the quality of those inexpensive wolverine ma- russian made machines are, uh, if Russian make is good, good enough, but but the 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 you're talking about the film that I have of my father's that uh, my dad's. Why do I say father? Like I'm all like, <laughs> my father, my father, my, my, my dad's footage. My dad used to have a porn stash underneath mm-hmm. his underwear and socks. It was like the most that's called pubic hair. The most uh, absurd oh, place to keep your what porn. a letdown when you f- pull out all these things. This is like Andy's first T-ball game, and, and it's all every porn. single one of them is just like triple dick. That's not going to be the case, but what is going to happen? <laughs> triple dick, triple dick, co-ed butt fuck. But like the Cowan Saturday, January sixteenth, triple dick, nineteen seventy nine Cowan Christmas. There is a good chance that it's going to be my little sister Alicia, the youngest of uh, the four of us. Uh, it's gonna be her like playing dress up or like My Little Pony bullshit because mm-hmm. she did take a lot of our our family uh, heirlooms and and uh, videos and recorded over them with plays of her own. Uh, uh, very very upsetting. Very upsetting. She also took all of our family photos 
from before she was born, cut them up and made a, a, a piece of shit, a collage to mm-hmm. give to like my mom for Christmas. Yeah. My mom's like, well, these are all of our, our family pictures. She's like, yeah, I, I made it for you, mommy. Oh. So, it's thoughtful. Very upsetting. Oh, God. How old is she? So, yeah, my dad kept like his poor, like his forums and uh, penthouses and whatnot. You know, mm-hmm. I remember finding he kept, one. He kept I was, like, all nine, those? Nine, ten years old. This is like way back in the day. Of course uh, he did, because now he goes back through and it's like he's jacking off with his dad. When I was like eight, nine Having years old, I found him underneath his underwear. <laughs> Triple dick. <laughs> you ever just look over to the side and you're like, hey, dad. I hate the idea that like, I was rooting around in their bedroom as soon as they were out of the house, which they were out of the house. I was a latchkey kid. I was home alone quite a bit. What's the worst thing you could have found? Like a strap on? Uh, I found one of those in his office. Oh, boy. Okay. But he did a lot of sex therapy, so maybe that's why mm. I was there. Mm. He also had one of those was things. Was he allowed to? He also <laughs> had one of those. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> we are going to have an interesting session today as he's putting it on. <laughs> I was helping him clean out his office. As like, you walk in and it's the... The the seven blade dick. He he overthought everything, and like he was a psychologist. Really, and he someone to, related to you. He had to over he had to purge like uh, his records, his his actual like uh, records of his clients and okay. whatnot, like once every ten years or something. There. Okay, we got to get rid of this air supply. No more hollow notes. Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. Why? Yep. Why that? He's purging the, the records. cars first album oh, goes. I see. Records. Get it? Because like some Led Zeppelin four out. So wow. I remember he had me help him. I was probably nine or ten years old, and I, that's when I found the uh, strap-on thing that was weird. And okay. I found one of those um, things you, knew, you put. You knew what that was a, when you were ten? I, I could tell it was the shape of a penis, hmm. uh, and I probably already found his porn stash. Did you try it on? No, I mean I had to throw it away though. And I remember I had an urge to kiss it. I was like a little kid. Oh, oh. <laughs> that's a weird thing to include. Remember early, early in the show we were talking about how little editing we do. <laughs> And you then had the urge to kiss. I had an urge to kiss your dad's strap on. It was like this weird sexual mm, thing, and yeah, I knew that it was probably near of a vagina at one point. <laughs> not going to have the balls to ban us. You're after an eight-year-old. You're like an eight-year-old kid, you know. And then uh, no, but it gets no, worse, guys. I don't know. I don't know either. It gets worse. And then I found you know, when you're eight, and you're kissing strap-ons, and I'm like, "What is this, Dad?" And he's like, "Ah, you just throw that away." And it was one of those things like they're like scissors and it has like handles, but it's. Got like, a, like a dome shape and it was for putting inside of a woman and then you forceps. use the uh yeah like forceps and then you can like open okay. i don't know why he would have that he was not a medical doctor i don't know why he mm. had that in his office probably for Am like I saying too much it was probably like for like was it vaginismus is when like like yeah 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 it's probably like, about a i gotta stretch you out speculum yeah yeah but it wasn't metal it was like plastic yeah. i remember it was pl- like clear plastic Dr. Cowan oh. was. I didn't want to kiss that. I had no <laughs> urge to kiss that. And now here's the best part. Isn't this that might for be a gynecologist to go in there and have a look around? Yeah, I think so. My dad was not. Mm. And maybe I already talked about this. Maybe I already said this on the show many years ago. But here's the weirdest part. So I, I guess it was before they had shredders. Or maybe they did. My dad just didn't oh, want to bother. This was pre-Ninja uh, Turtles? My dad came up with a, with an idea. I don't even know where the... It's long before the internet. I don't know where he found this. skateboarding. How many people enjoy that joke? Maybe like 15 people out there right now. I, I'm not tracking well, guys. I'm on my fourth cup of coffee. And you're, fine. Is, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. Um, uh, I was to put them in the dumpster, all these records, mm-hmm. not albums. Which like dumpster? The dumpster in the, in the alley of his work. Okay. Uh, it, it was one of those things where he was like, oh, go use that dumpster. Like the like it was the his hair dumpster. salon next door so the, 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 they can't track the records to him no it was it was his dumpster he could have done that but still they'd be able to track it because like it was his personal information and his 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 
uh, clients' personal information all over this. And instead of burning them or shredding them like you normally would do, I would like for one of his old clients to have discovered podcasts and be listening to this. I think most going, of them are no longer with us because you know he's he's he long gone. Gave his son my personal records. To I get didn't rid look of? through the records. I could barely read, guys. Yeah. I was a little kid. He was just old enough to kiss strap ons, not old enough to read. <laughs> I wanted it. I was. I was so enamored with the fact that it was by. It was most likely by a, a, a woman's vagina. I was like kind of enamored. I wasn't turned on, but I was like, you know, you're at that. But then shouldn't you have liked porn? the? Shouldn't you have liked the speculum? Do you remember I, mm-hmm. the speculum? Kind of freaked me out because it looked like scissors. But do you remember like looking at your first Playboy? Like, did you ever like oh, yeah. kiss like the boobs? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know, but I can see the. Des- I can see the desire. Being I remember there. kissing boobs like when I was like seven I could or eight see years the old. Desire. Yeah. What if you look over there and Farrah's boobs are all worn out? And I'm like, oh, I have no idea where Mike that has that, a, uh, that classic picture of Farrah Fawcett Well, see, I, wall. So I grew up in a different age than you, so I didn't mm-hmm. know if I was supposed to lick the screen or or the mm-hmm. or the machine. Because I know that yeah. the, it's, the actually in, it's, it's actually in the hard drive, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. like, which, supposed to tongue which the CD one? Drive. So I'd usually put one finger in the floppy slot and then yeah. kiss the screen. And yeah. then you finish in yeah. the vents. Yeah. No, there was no finishing. I was quite young. Oh, okay. Uh Here's the weirdest part of this, guys. And this Finish is the, in the vents. This is the weirdest part. <laughs> How do you even find this stuff? Where's the directions? Why isn't the computer working? Where are the directions? Finish in the vent. Rather rather than, <laughs> than burn or shred these, these highly... Congratulations on your new purchase of the IBM 5300. Finish in the vent. Sensitive documents. These highly sensitive documents that uh, were to be destroyed. Yeah. yeah. But have me put them in the dumpster and then what? He, he didn't have me shred them. Yeah. He didn't have me uh, light them on fire. What was the thing that he came up with? He found this clear liquid. I remember it was clear liquid, mm-hmm. and it smelled like the worst diarrhea you've ever smelled. Okay, it smelled like the worst poop you've ever smelled. Okay, was it like and it was bear like a repellent or something? I don't know what it was. It was in these jugs, like milk jugs, yeah, like plastic milk jugs. Just chum, and I'd have to like open it up, and it was just clear liquid though. But like they mm-hmm. concentrated the smell of shit. In this this bottle, these bottles, and I had so to he pour assumed it. someone wasn't going to go through the documents because of the smell. Yeah, he thought that if that's, somebody that's was like going shabby, into the trash, he overthought everything, and that was mm-hmm. the the decision he came up with. Uh, I didn't like. I would have gone with fire, frankly. Yeah, I think so. He also like we found a dead rat that my cat. You would have fired, to. frankly. What did he? Uh, I would have gotten the first thing I would have done is got a slingshot and flown that strap on <laughs> in that other thing. He was to someone else's building. He was such a germaphobe. Uh, uh, there was like a headless cat uh, rat in our backyard. You have to use backyard. a larger strap on to launch the smaller <laughs> strap on. I would just, I would just want some distance between me and the strap on. He took. Says the, the man who I walked in and was sitting two inches from a shiny, brand new dildo. Though. Brand new, though. No, never used. Never used. It wasn't a dildo. It was a vibrator. Actually, it was for a photo photo op. So he he takes great lengths to throw the 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 rat in the. Like, Double, triple garbage bag, right? And he okay. ties it off, puts it in the garbage, and then he pours gas. Proceeds to pour gasoline where the rat was on the grass, and then okay. he lights that on fire. What? Okay. That's how concerned he was with uh, germs of the rat in our backyard. Hmm. That was an odd, odd fella. I miss him a lot. Interesting. It's interesting that he was a psychologist. Yes, it was, it was very interesting. Should have buried that tail, that strap on with him. Was he trying to fix himself by becoming a psychologist? I'm sure, but yeah. but also he. he Sounds like he was the kind of guy that would say that nothing was wrong with him. I think he really wanted a doctor in his name too, but he had like a he had a, a phobia of blood, and he couldn't never become like a medical doctor, so he decided to become a, a head doctor. <clears throat> I think uh, he had a lot of misgivings about uh, psychology, uh, psychiatrists having medical degrees, and uh, he was always a little bit upset about that. He'd always demand that people call him doctor. 
Like my parents, my, my, I've told this many, many times. My friends would be like, hello, Mr. Cowan. He'd be like, it's Dr. Cowan. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, Dad. Because he's a psychologist. Yeah. Not, wait. Which but one, then, which, in fairness which one to him, prescribe? Psychiatrist? A psychiatrist, yeah. Oh. They're, but then in fairness to him, he said, just call me Don. He can just call me Don. His first name. Bill Cosby did the same thing. C- call me Doctor? Mm-hmm. Dr. Cosby? I don't think he did, but that'd be funny. It's weird did. that your dad's name was Donald Trump Cowan. I just... I just realized that my dad's name is the same as Donald's name just like maybe a month ago. I'm like, oh my God, my yeah. dad's name. Because weird, it's weird how you like you think of names and like they're not necessarily, like they, they take this different form for people you really, really know. You know you what I mean? You got Donald yeah. Cowan, you got Donald Trump, and Donald Duck. Zach was at the park yesterday just by himself. Um, no. <laughs> he was trying to do this. We like, think he was at the he park. He was trying to do this big spinny thing that's kind of dangerous and not Who's that? for his size. That is my son. Is it metal? It's metal, and it spins on like on the middle an it's, axis, it's, and you jump on it, and yeah, and it's like it's like it doesn't, super heavy. It doesn't matter. It's big and dangerous if you're his size because he can't hang on long enough, so he could just fall and smash his head against other metal parts. And I was like, Zachary, that's not for you. And this kid just stops in his tracks and like looks at me. He's like standing about two feet from Zach. He's like, "What's his name?" It's like Zach. Oh, it's my name too. And you're like, huh. like, okay. And then Zach looks at me, and then looks at the kid. I'm like, yeah, his name is Zachary. And Zachary's like, I'm Zachary. I'm like, yeah, I know. And he's Zachary too. Two Zacharys? Yes. And then this other kid runs up, who's the other kid, the other Zachary's brother. And he's like, his name's Zachary. I was like, how do I get out of this conversation? Oh my god! I hate this. Oh my so god! <laughs> Listen, kids, none of you are special. Okay. Little Zachary, get off the big person's toy. Oh, and then, so then the, the little brother comes up. He's like, I'm, well, I'm Ethan. I'm like, okay. He's like, and my brother likes swords, but I don't like swords. It's like, oh, God. Yeah. That's called little kid talk. Yeah, you get used to little it. Little kid yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. Speaking of little kid shit, Zach's on the day four or five of potty training. No diapers. <laughs> I was over there. I witnessed it. Yeah. It's kind of weird when you're sitting there just trying to have like an adult time, but there's two toddlers wandering around, and then one of them decides, uh, oh, I'm going to go try the potty, which is sitting right in the living room, mm-hmm. pants mm-hmm. down, and then my son, Atticus, is like just watching Zach like really intensely as he sits on the toilet in front of all of us. It was, it's really good. Bizarre. It was yeah, healthy. a little, little, little good, I guess. A little good. It's good for us. Then I went home, and I built his little toilet. Was he interested? Yeah, he sat on it a few times with his pants on. Zach pooped. And peed at a public restroom yesterday, which wow. is more than some of my friends can do. So, uh, and it's more than I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I guess I don't know much he, about kids, but I guess he, uh, that's pretty pe- good. Peed twice though today. Well, there are two accidents today. One of them. How long does this whole potty tra- training thing take? I think it's a couple of years. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Tyler that I heard that the Vietnamese uh, they do it real quick, like by nine months. The yeah. uh, the Vietnamese. If you are don't already, get it, they just kill you. They, so they, they plant some bamboo under your dick. What it, and the if way you don't they do pee, it? The way they do it is like it as soon as hold on. I want to hear. I want to hear Mike's. <laughs> want to hear Mike's theory? He's going back to the bamboo growing through your your body, which is like, yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. When I was trying to go to sleep, and I was just thinking about like what an evil motherfucker you got to be to come up with that torture device. Yeah. To yeah. to plant bamboo that grows up and to sharpen it. I believe by my math, seven feet <laughs> a day. <laughs> yeah. No, like it grows up to like a couple feet a day, mm-hmm. and they sharpen it, and it will grow into you. Like they just yeah. hang somebody over it. That's insane. Yeah, that is so diabolical. I saw somebody post online. Um, that's where being bamboozled came from. It is that I think it's, is great because it looks artistic. But he, I don't mean to spill the beans. He but. lost a stormtrooper doll like in the eighties in a tree. 
and the tree had grown around it and somebody like one of his friends Dorm was back feeder? at that childhood home and cut the part of the tree off and the stormtroopers just intertwined in the That's wood. That's pretty cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It would have been better if it was Han Solo. You've seen yeah. those like uh, yeah. photos in like the forest with like pianos with the uh, trees. Yeah. A lot of them are fake though. I don't see those photos. A lot of them are fake. Where do I see those? It's pretty like, uh, cool. Trees like growing through pianos, old pianos. I seem. P- uh, how, how? Why are there pianos in the woods? You know, exactly. people dispose of things. Fake. But I've seen people. I've seen trees. I don't know. If th- again, I have no idea if it's real or fake. But growing through bicycles and stuff. Yeah. Like where someone left their bike out in the woods, and the tree just kept on growing around it. Uh. So yeah, like the Vietnamese ladies, like every time, like from the time the kid's born, like they whistle every time they could tell the kid's going to the bathroom. Like mm-hmm. they they do this little whistle, and then at nine months they whip off the uh, the diapers and they put the kid on the toilet and they whistle and it's like Pavlovi, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Pavlovian response like, like Pavlov's dog and it works they, they huh? hear the whistle yeah apparently I heard that on the uh, on, on the radio a few months ago I found it fascinating and I've been whistling that's not too bad whistling at Atticus ever since but I can't yeah. tell when he's going to the bathroom actually that's not true you can tell you can tell he's gonna tell. be th- th- that could be thing problematic does he get quiet and kind of go in the corner he gets quiet and goes in the corner yeah. <laughs> it's weird that the primal urge is to like yeah you want to be kind of private yeah, Zach. Mm-hmm. Will, when he's doing a poop, he usually is like, "Go wait in the other room." He wants you to sit on his bed and close the door almost all the way. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Almost. What I I forgot all about that whole potty training thing when it comes to kids. Jesus Christ! I actually held a kid on the toilet, uh, probably twelve years ago, fifteen years face, ago. Now, face in it at the uh, at when I was at camp. We we're on the on mm-hmm. the bus, and there was a kid. He was a. Uh, paraplegic and he had a really really they're really easy to give swirlies to uh wicked sense of humor and he was probably 12 13 years old and he was so used to like you know being sick and having cancer and not being able to use like his bottom half you get a twin what there was a paraplegics paraplegic what was the brother's name (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what to do with that i have no idea what to do with that i don't either Paraplegic. He couldn't use his bottom half. Uh, uh, Tyler. He had two limbs. Para. A pair of limbs that he couldn't oh. use. And uh, he's like, he had to go to the bathroom. And, and, and we're on mm-hmm. the bus, right? And like, people are like, well, who's going to take him? And I'm like, no one will say anything. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll take you. And I took Everyone's him to the bathroom. suddenly really interested in their books. On the bus. And yeah, exactly. And we're Whoa, on the bus. Oh, is that a mockingbird? And it's like, it's like we're going up the hill so there's a lot of like twists and turns and i remember saying to him like you couldn't have done this like uh maybe an hour ago because mm-hmm. we're on the bus for two and a half hours three hours to get up to camp so i'm holding him on the toilet and he's just talking to me about you know this and that and how he's excited to go up to camp and this and that we might have been coming back from camp actually i'm not sure i remember we we're twisting and turning on the mountain road and i'm holding i have to literally hold him on the toilet as, as we're going his brother hold him because mm-hmm. he's no he's not a pair. <laughs> And uh, I had earrings at the time. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. And I remember I'm holding oh, this kid. Hell yeah. Did, you almost, did you almost drop him when you uh, went to... Like a big like, like J-Lo hoops? Right in his face. When you went to kiss the uh, strap on. As I'm holding <laughs> him. And I remember him looking at me. He's like, you a homo. Why Why you got earrings? And I'm like, uh, you're making fun of me right now, dude. Yeah. And I'm holding you on oh. the toilet as you poop. That and is, you're making fun of me. That is ballsy. And I that told him that. I'm like, ballsy. it takes guts to uh, make fun of me in this, certain, in this current situation. Like, he just did not give a fuck. Yeah, that that's, was a fun one. That's that is. Oh, would you like to? Uh, as a quick addendum to Zach's uh, story, would you like to hear him explaining, explaining pee and poop real quick? Sure, I'm sure he's going to really sure. appreciate this uh, ten years from now. Oh, he's going to appreciate a lot of the stuff I've done. Ten Can years you ask now. him which one ice cream makes? What? I don't know what he's talking about. 
Mike, I'm a, very confused. as a man who just made a pair of polygics joke, I would like to. Uh, what is a polygic exactly? I don't know. It's whatever he is. The polygic department. All right, here you go. Parasailing legics. The winnies for peepees. The winnies for poopoos. The and the butt is for peepees. That's the not true, though. Is he's it? a lot of things wrong there. A lot. Of- butt is for poopoos and peepees. 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 That's diarrhea. He's 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 almost figured it out. I feel like this is Lauren just imitating him. It doesn't sound like a real child. It sounds no, like a fake was, child. That was him. I, I'm showing you a video too. You could look at it. Is there any point in that video where you tell him this is private? <laughs> <laughs> no. Private talk. No. So uh, I was finally sending out the digital perks for the grouper uh, supporters uh, mm-hmm. a couple days ago. Beep, 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 beep. And uh, you know, I, I owed a bunch of people the script and the uh, the high res poster, which uh, I, I'm not sure if I did that right. And uh, uh, a standalone scene for a number of people, the people that voted on the on the bartender. And anyways, I, uh, the, for the bartender, the, for the for the scene that I would send out, um, I wrote a very long email thanking everyone for their patience and this and that. And I said, all right, here's. And then I realized, oh, I didn't put the I as before right before I sent it. I'm like, oh my god, I almost didn't put the link. So I, Tyler got it right because you were one of the supporters. You voted, and I wrote, uh, I almost forgot to put the link. How absurd would that be? And then I checked the link. The link didn't work, so I had to do some work to make the link work. And then I went back and I sent the email without putting in the link. So I actually have in the email. <laughs> I almost forgot to put in the link, and then I still forgot to put in the link. I looked at it and I was like, hmm. It, maybe it's not. I was like, maybe the link, the maybe the hyperlink isn't like showing up in my yeah, email. Like maybe yeah. he highlighted some text and made that clickable, and it's just not showing it for me. And then I was gonna text you, and then I was, I was when I was up in Arrowhead at the cabin, and then like five minutes later, you sent another email. Yeah, so I, 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 I caught myself, and actually I didn't catch myself. Chapman A caught me. He was the first one to uh, send me an email. Listener Chapman A, and uh, his response made me giggle and laugh so many times, and it continues to bring me joy when I think about it. He responds to me like moments after I sent off that email without the link, as ridiculous as that is, that I continued to forget and I still forgot. It's because I was working on that email like all throughout the day and I was talking to Jillian and, and there was like something on the stove and I was you just hear going that, back Jillian? and forth. It's your fault. Mm-hmm. I, my mind was in numerous places. and I, So anyways, here's what he writes. I think you still forgot the link, which feels like a very genuine AD experience, exclamation mark. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> like nice. he was excited that it was that fucked up because it was so AD-esque. I dig it. That's why I always tell you guys, like people how, are- How did you do that? You just uh, uploaded that to like a server, that clip, and then- Yeah, I put it on uh, uh, Vimeo, and then I Got just it. inserted the link into- Before, like a- after you, you finished in the vents. First, I was going to give him a Dropbox, and I'm like, why am I doing that? And just, let's just give it a Vimeo. Because so, I pay for Vimeo. I pay for Dropbox. I pay for fucking uh, uh, Premiere Pro. I, there's all these monthly subscriptions that I got to pay for to keep things going. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. This- so what else, guys? You guys got any New Year's resolution? No. I sort of did, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, I had a um, uh, as much as I think it's bullshit, man. I uh, I actually feel good when the New Year turns over. Feel like it's a fresh start. 
I like it for physical reasons because it's really hard to like do anything good for your body uh, physically when the, the holidays are around yeah. because you know there's just so many goddamn cookies. That December sixteenth to about January second is a real uh, fucking gauntlet. Yeah. So I got four things that I'm trying to adhere to, and uh, so far three days in, I'm I'm uh, succeeding, but they're pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah, I'm, I'm morning Jack with Dad. Morning Jack mm-hmm. with, with Dad. Dad's Dad's no, because yeah. you're going through his old. Uh, you use his old material. Where I found his porn is what I'm trying to say. Underneath his socks and his underwear, his boxers, also was a paper bag filled with old black and white photos, and I went through them, and it was just him with different women. I, you know, it was like from the fifties, like you mean 60s. like with them? No, 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 just like standing there, like the fully clothed. Sense? But like he had, like he he documented every single woman that he was ever with or dated, I guess, and he just had pictures of every single one of them, black and white. You know those ones with a little frilly corners yeah, feeling yeah. about this. So are those the ones like... you whack with, Dad? And there's also Super Eight and sixteen you millimeter. Should upload a couple of those to see if they if they mysteriously turned up dead. Cans of film. Oh in there. God! Cold case files. And I've never looked at the film. I don't know what's on the film. Oh, boy. You should take a gander. What about Cold Cuts Files? Cold Cuts Files. Oh, it's right? about meat that was Johnson, slotted. where's this baloney from? So here are, the, here are the four things that I'm trying to maybe adhere to. Maybe it's not a good Okay. Idea. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Thousand calorie deficit every every day. What does that mean? I'm going to put out more calories than I'm taking th- by 1,000. So okay. if I burn 3,000 calories in a day. That sounds horrible i've done that I, I did that for three or four months before so i think i can do that okay at least twelve thousand five hundred steps a day okay all right <laughs> sorry oh <laughs> well, let's not let's not upload that fine not that uh those th- those are two right okay uh only eating within an eight hour window right you get to eat for you, eight you've hours already bitten off too much no no i'm doing it i'm doing it so it's intermittent fasting right okay yeah and uh what's the other one what's the other one what's the other one Oh, uh, I'm curbing the cig. I'm doing what Dr. Drew would call chipping, which he's always said is bad. Chipping okay. with addiction. Uh, but so far, three days in, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, I'm giving myself a strict uh, 15 cigarette uh, a day uh, limit at, at first, and okay. then I'm going to pare it down to 10. So far, the first three days, I've only had 10. I've only had 10 a day. And I got to tell you, when I it's it's like a, a, a rationing the cigarettes, you know, allotting myself uh, so many a day rather than just smoking whenever When's I want. When's the last one? I probably tonight when i go home but uh like today i've only had five so far and they, they're all great like i enjoy them very very much Ooh, but now when you get home you can line up five in a row and make that really like long one. Oh yeah i'm not gonna do that or you can five across your mouth i can't believe i'm still smoking the best way it's to smoke ridiculous them. that i'm still smoking make but the longest one when i do smoke like it's like meaningful and like i'm really like enjoying it's not just you know it's, it's like it's like a diet for a cigarette Anytime. it's like whacking with dad it's like just like the- no whacking with dad there's no whacking like with dad. Whacking with dad. I think Tyler's right about. So that. those are the four things that I'm trying to do uh, every single day, and uh, I'm doing at least one of those. What is that? I'm not whacking having any cigarettes. That? No cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, good job, buddy. Good job. So I've got that one down. Have you done none so far? Well, he doesn't ever do any. So uh, I when's the last time I had a cigarette? I also have a strict no Bible in my life uh, policy. Wow. Yeah. Strict. I don't know. If I have, strict. I don't know if I have one. Wait, did you make resolutions? I don't know if I have one. Uh. Resolutions? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You? What, it's what hard to let myself down if I don't make. I think I know yours, Michael. I don't know if you want to say it though. More butts. <laughs> More butts. <laughs> Incorporate Anderson's patented Jack and with Dad. I love Tyler's uh, less from a couple years less, ago. Yeah, less has less, less has staying power, which is weird. Uh, More people are getting into less. You know why I don't want to talk about it is because it's gonna it plays a part in the uh, the movie. Yeah. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. All right. Then don't talk about it. I don't feel like I know about it. Mike and I are having dinner Tuesday night, and I'm actually very much mm-hmm. looking forward to that. Mm. I've been meaning to take uh, Mike out to dinner for being so supportive with groupers. I know you have been too, Tyler. But no, uh, Mike, Mike, well, Michael Mike did more. Uh, did, did do more. Mike did at least a dinner's worth. And uh, so I'm going to take him to a nice dinner, and uh, I'm really looking forward fun. to it. It's going to be fun. And uh, hopefully some good things are come Are you going to go in that window that you can eat? Yes. So you're going at like a four o'clock I was dinner? thinking about doing the fucking stupid carnivore diet just because I, I hate fad diets, but I know I respond well to nothing but protein, but I just can't do it to the little animals. I, I, I can't do it. I, I got a question about that. I was, uh, I've was i been cruising the Malibu Mountains lately mm-hmm. looking for like fire damage to, to photograph and Most not, not in an ex- exploitive way, but in a, like a, just trying to get out and take more pictures. And I went by... I know you're. I know you're familiar with this. I have a sneaking feeling it's very close to that restaurant we met at that one night. The old restaurant, the tiny one that we didn't get into. Yeah, yeah. But do you Eddie remember the fish farm, it. the old place or something? Yeah, Troutsdale. Yes. I've so been in there drunk in the down. middle of the night. Troutsdale burned down. Yeah. So now, do you think the fish all burned alive? A lot of the time, that place was empty anyway. So hopefully, okay. it was empty. Because, but yeah, the water would probably boil. Because very boat. close to there is a bridge that is melted. Mm. Steel girders just, just melted. Where I used to work with the Mentally Challenged was right there. It was almost walking distance. Yeah. And I'm wondering if that place burned down. Villa Esperanza. I need to go check it that. It probably did. Yeah. But because the fish place is all burnt. But the it cement, was abandoned anyway. The there cement, were no Mentally Challenged people living there at the time. They, they all left. But I wonder, like, if the fire got too close to it and there were fish in those ponds, they would be dead. Yeah, if the fire goes over it, I would think that the water would heat up and they would die. The the fire was hot enough to melt steel girders. Mm-hmm. So for sure, it's hot hot enough to cook fish. Why are we talking about that? Sad. Well, I was curious if you knew what happened with that place. Like Troutsdale, what it is, is like a place where you go. I, I think they have a lot of these places, right? Uh, where you can go and they're like essentially swimming pools with fish yeah. in them and you pay to... Uh, yeah. To, to fish in these fake little, that are well stocked. Have you ever seen them like uh, stock one of those ponds? They do it with a helicopter and the real big ones, but that the one little ones probably trucks. with a truck. I was at one, yeah. it was a Big Bear or something years ago, and I saw the truck just pull up and it just kind of, it just dumps, it's like a fuel truck, but it's fish inside, and they just dump <laughs> yeah. all the fish, come shooting out into the- <laughs> Are you familiar with that bridge? No, I've never seen it. It's that right around there. Have you seen that bridge showing before? Us a, a burned bridge. But this it's like it's off Canaan. Mike, are you burning bridges? Canaan Road. Yeah, it is off Canaan. Yes, I don't know what I did with it now, but um, it's it was like melted to the point where it just sagged, sagged. Ugh. Yeah, crazy, right? Like, look at that thing, man. This feels Jeez. like an authentic AD experience with uh, looking at pictures on the on the show that no one can see. No one. No one will ever see. It's pretty authentic. It's pretty authentic. So are we going to talk about this ayahuasca thing? That yeah, I, let's talk about Kentucky ayahuasca. Kentucky ayahuasca. A listener uh, suggested you that I check it out. You got to know it. Jillian and I watched the first episode. I honestly cannot watch anymore because that guy really, really bothers me. Yeah. I and I'll just be angry. I, I, I'm glad I, I saw the first episode. Finished the first episode. I was like, mm, I don't need to watch any more of that. Maybe I only watched the first episode too because how long was it? 45 minutes, 50 minutes. Oh, because I, I did watch that one and it said full episode. Yeah. No, there's more episodes. Oh, but why did that one wrap up so so nicely? Well, it's like it's like a episode of Intervention. They all wrap up. Okay, thank James Wilson for uh, turning me on to Kentucky, Kentucky Ayahuasca, which is a series. Why are you saying thank you for a show that you're not going to watch ever again? Because we're talking about it here, and I'm glad mm-hmm. that I saw the first episode. I just don't need to watch like eight hours of that. Uh, it's a show that's on Viceland, the Viceland channel. Yes, a former convict who was jailed with a. Selly was a Guatemalan uh, shaman. 
who was extolling the virtues of ayahuasca to him. What the hell is Anderson What's doing? What's that? Uh, uh, must have just come on. What is smelling fumes? And now there's hissing going on in Mike's apartment. So I got up to in- in- investigate. Yeah. Somebody had to. That was weird. There, there was that hissing. was like when we we're let's, that's like when you're camping and everyone's having a good time, and then all of a sudden someone gets up and just wanders away, looking very Anderson scared. Was basically just like a cat. there's a bear, it was just a cat for a minute. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm about to die. So this dude, like Tyler was saying, jail. Why was he in jail? Robbery. Well, armed before robbery? we get into that, let's talk about what ayahuasca is. Yes. Well, I don't know what it is. We don't have to get it. We can get into that after because he didn't well, know so what it it's was. A, it's a hallucinogen, hallucinogen that, of course, people who take hallucinogens always want to want to like attach some sort of metaphysical. It's DMT, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but th- I've heard people talking about it that are that are that have addiction problems and stuff and they talk about oh i went to this island in the middle of nowhere and it cost three thousand dollars and i took ayahuasca and yeah. i came back and i'm totally healed from my mental supposed illness to rewire your brain or something yeah uh there's a lot of uh, uh, chemicals in it uh, that scientists don't know yet and uh people like dr drew are uh furious uh, uh about the uh we can monetize it right i will Perhaps. say that dr drew has an open mind when it comes to some stuff because i asked him about my i, I have no plans to do it but somebody was telling me that they microdose LSD and it helps their mental illness a lot. And mm-hmm. I asked Dr. Drew and he goes, yeah, there's a lot of studies that say it might help. Hmm. And mushrooms too. Mm. Yeah. But he goes, it's, it hasn't been tested yet. He goes, but it, it looks promising. They're actually opening up some testing into psilocybins and uh, LSD microdosing in some state. I don't yeah. know. Is microdosing literally just taking smaller doses? Yes. Yeah, you're t- like taking the amount that micro would take. For, oh, for, doing his, for doing his dirty job. I feel bad for the, the people 80s. that fuck up and they think it's macro dosing and they, they OD. I feel bad for those people. Yeah. Micro macro. Way too. Mm-hmm. Anyways, this man from Kentucky who's missing one of his teeth. One. Which is upsetting. They're one of the front ones. The front I, one. I think he's missing a few. Well, when it, he's missing a front one, which is. He, he looks the part, right? You know what? You know why I didn't buy into that show is because the, the young girl that comes there talking about how she's a nymphomaniac and a sex addict. Why? Why didn't you buy that? All right, first of all, we should say this is a documentary series. Yeah. It's not scripted. It's that the 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 toothless leader would have been trying to fuck her pronto stat. What? I don't know if that's the case. His his wife is right there okay, helping him. First of him. all, he's clearly a scam artist. Uh, and he's getting he all these might people be one of those loaded, guys that believes and then his own the, shit, the young though. girl comes rolling in. I'm a sex addict. You don't think that guy's going to be like I I got some shaman well, for you? Well, they did edit it. I mean, we didn't see everything. I, so what these people do, they pay this guy money to come to Kentucky, and, and he, he has is, it wrapped. He's been ordained by yes. a Native American church. Mm-hmm. So he he they also have to a... hide, to an extent, where they do this service. Well, so he's allowed to by law because complain. it's wrapped within his religion, yeah. and it's a religious. Just right. like there's, yeah, just like there's a certain uh, like Catholicism, Native American. like you can drink wine. Did they say how much he charged? No, they don't say that. But like there's there's tribes that use peyote and they're allowed to because it's yeah. part of, it's one of their sacraments and, or whatever. Because it seems like it's a lot of money that he's charging, but I they I don't remember hearing how. Well, much. that's what I'm saying. He's not charging enough because he fix your tooth. That's what I mean. Yeah, he needs to well, charge. That more. was episode one. Maybe he's got a, a full grill. By I don't know. I don't know. He's got, episode eight. He's got. I like, think they were saying that <laughs> he's he, got he's diamond got grill. Full grill. He was saying he was hiding because <laughs> he's got they ayahuasca live in, written in diamonds across his front teeth. <laughs> because they live in like the Bible Belt <laughs> yeah. and yeah, you know whatever. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, three people. 
uh, in, in the first episode go to get fixed by this shaman, this Kentucky shaman, this uh, this convict, uh, ex-con, who uh, he got his, so his celly, his cellmate, who mm-hmm. told him about this ayahuasca, a lot of people go to prison, that's where Jesus hangs out, like they find Jesus yeah. in there, right? Yeah. This guy found ayahuasca, like he was hanging out with a shaman in his cell. And uh, he's like, well, tell me more about this. And then he got out on his own recon. recon- uh, he got OR'd. O- own reconnaissance? Reconnaissance? Recognizance? Recognizance? I think he just served his he time. He got out. He just he got, got out. Yes, he got He got, he got rolled. And uh, a couple months later. It definitely was not on his own recognizance. It was definitely on the state of uh, Kentucky. Your Honor, I'm quite recognizant. <laughs> That's what they Please call it. Please let me out. They call I'd it like out. They call okay. It and then uh, he, he gets out, and then, and then he gets a, a package delivered to his house from his old celly. Yes. And it's uh, he opens it up, and it, they show it. It's like a 40-ounce. I got to be honest with you. That part, it drove me nuts. With a bunch of brown liquid like, in it. such bullshit. And some guy sends him some liquid. Sh- kangaroo be, shampoo or something? Yeah. Dog be shampoo. very careful. Dog shampoo. And he tells his wife, no matter what you I'm hear I'm going here, to the garage. Don't open the I door. I immediately was imagining myself telling that to Lauren. Like she's, I know, I was doing the same thing. She's coming in the house with groceries from, <laughs> from Trader like Joe's, and I'm like, I'll be out hey, in the garage for two days. Someone sent something to the P.O. box, so whatever noise you hear coming from the carport, <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> just what let it be. Is it a <laughs> wolfman serum or something, or Incredibly Hulk? <laughs> no matter what you hear. Yeah. No one's wife. Please let me out. I've been a huge mistake. But what's even worse is that he (laughs) comes out of the garage after three days or two days or whatever, goes inside and says, honey, imagine saying this to Lauren. I'm imagining saying this to Jillian. Honey, um, I've been whacking it with dad for two days. Everything we're doing, we're dropping everything. We're going to now. We're going to be, we're going to become an ayahuasca like a petting farm. (laughs) I'm a shaman. And yeah, I'm going to become a shaman, and this is what we're going to put our, our all into. Now, I know what you're thinking. Dog shampoo. But when I say shaman, I mean I'm still going to wear cut-off tees and, <laughs> and camo shorts. Yeah, and I'm not getting this tooth fixed. Hell and I'm no. not going to have any kind of training, and yep. I'm just going to like, I, I know nothing about this other than what I experienced I for two days. Our first client, she's 24, she's a sex, sex addict. addict. Yeah. She's rolling in to talk about how she can't stop boning everything that walks. And but then, I'm gonna fix it with this I, drug. I was tickled to find out that the uh, the adult relationship uh, site of choice in Kentucky is called Bluegrass Connections. That's where I she was like, because she that? was like, I, you know, I started hooking with guys on Craigslist, and then I was on Backpage, and then I found the adult community Bluegrass Connections. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, how many people have showed up with like a mandolin, and they're like, oh, I've been a huge mistake. Session? Yeah, I'm here to fuck. So oh, she's she Jesus was one of the Christ. three. Uh, there's a Mexican dude who. Uh, couldn't say I love you to his family members or have like yeah. a real personal connection Mentioned with anyone his he cared dad about too much, too often. A lot about his dad, and yeah. then the third the hippie girl, guy. Sh- oh, I was thinking about the hippie dude. Well, who's the hippie dude? Is that the Mexican dude? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's only okay. one guy, two okay. girls, and then the girl, the other girl was a heavy set girl who had like no love for herself. I think she was partially suicidal, and yeah. she said that she couldn't kill a bug. Uh, which I related to, uh, but she had no uh, uh, respect for her own self. And From a television-making yeah. perspective, they chose like three of like the least compelling people for their first. It's episode. probably all they could get. There's yeah. like seven more episodes. Oh, with different people. Yes. I wonder where they go. I wonder if they go like harder in the crease. Do or... they stay with the same shaman? Harder, because yeah. I'm already bored of that dude. No, it's the same. Oh, guy. It's gonna be that guy. It, I, unfortunately, it was ruined by Dr. Drew for me. Like I just heard Drew yelling about oh. how irresponsible this guy is yeah. uh, as I was watching it. He is it, irresponsible. Yeah, he I, is. I was curious about how much people paid, too, because I'm like, I want more frills. Like, If I'm going to the shaman, like, I want a guy like with 
playing pan flute and like wearing yeah. like I don't there want to do like this room sitting at the kitchen table telling me his wall was covered with like flags that you buy at the swap meet with yeah, like yeah. Mother Mary with like a yeah. teardrop tattoo and like swords yeah. behind her and stuff like that. It was and and oh here's some here's some air mattresses you get to lay on. It looked like someone's creepy like sex room. I've where been they in keep... a lot of rooms like that. Yeah, like yeah. it's where we'd go after raves. Like there'd be yeah, some dude yeah, that had a flop an apartment house. and we're like, oh, we can go to his place. Yeah, and there was always like some chick who had been up for three days and she like didn't come out to the rave that night. She was just home watching TV and some of the hor- most horrific thoughts and and. and moments of my life have been in, in places like that Sorry. they they never Sorry. really at least in that episode <sighs> clarified to me what's different about ayahuasca and other like i've watched way better documentaries about ayahuasca but i mean what one. is different between that and like lsd or that and acid or that and mushrooms it's all the it unknown like, it's all like the portal it's all opening the mind i know but it eye, seems we, like it's we, the we same as know. mushrooms it is i'm sure there's a lot of it's a psychedelic it's the thing about dmt which i like I believe see, is what ayahuasca is the the main you die psychoactive, a bit, right? Is that yeah? It's supposed to re- it triggers it's, the yeah. It's like the chemicals, release. the death chemicals. But there is like a everyone who does it, like, uh, like visits or is visited by like this same like entity. Like everyone describes it like the same way. People that have like not talked to other people about like what they saw or whatever. Like, oh, they it's all like describe like the same thing that they encounter my friend hmm. my friend uh i guess we'll say his name but my friend has has dabbled with it and he said like he's he's like seen what is the, this like, thing it's like this like i don't know i don't know if being is the word but he's like it's like an entity it's like, a, like a, it's like that's kind of cool it's like a spirit and they like and everyone describes it like the same the same way mm-hmm. i don't know i like that that's kind of cool i'd like to try it <laughs> I, also, I didn't. I didn't like the date. So they do it two days. The day one is like the lower dose to like get used to yep. it, and he calls it a warm hug. And day two is the like more rigorous Going one. Deep. The the sex addict girl. Her day two was like here, chug all this, and then sit in a really bright room with with the shaman's wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, because that was they didn't show the fight that the uh, shaman and the wife had, where he's like, I I want to take her in the dark room. Right, She's right, like, right. no. You are not going to take the sex addict <laughs> on the drugs. I don't want to be in a bright room when I'm just having a joint, let yeah. alone, like, turn the lights down. I, you know what? They, they they did a terrible job of reporting now that I, the more that and then I was I'm like, thinking about that opening scene where he opens the, um, the the package that says dog shampoo, and it's like a Coke bottle full of it was fine. ayahuasca, but then he tells his wife, don't open that. I got to go back to that. You can't. No one can tell their significant other no matter what you yeah, hear you can. Here, There's plenty of relationships op- that will allow that. I just can't His even imagine that. No matter what you hear, don't open the door. Dude, she also is the wife that said, okay, we will throw our entire life into being ayahuasca shaman. Yeah, you're right. And soliciting like you know uh, people that have trauma in their yeah. life from all over the country to come. I don't come. think they're making any money if they only have three clients. Well, we haven't seen episode eight with the grill yet. <laughs> Good point. But... I hope to God it's titled The Grill. I was kind of saying like, uh, all right, like uh, this this episode and this this series is going to make it or break it for me uh, on what kind of follow up they do. Like, I hope like they you know they catch up with these people <laughs> six months later, the or, uh, or maybe a year so at least. Six and the follow up, the epilogue uh, after these people did their two days with uh, ayahuasca guy uh, shaman uh, was to catch up with them two months later. I think uh, right, uh-huh. and it was very shoddy. It was like the thing you would say to your guidance counselor if they're like checking up on you like three yeah. months after your conversation. They're like, how's it going? You'd be like, good. Like they showed the guy that couldn't say I love you to his mom, like with his mom like in the kitchen saying I love you, mom. And she's like, I love you too. He's like, even though I'm a pothead? She's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, great. And then mm. the girl was like, hey, I'm still sex free. 
And then the other girl with the nose ring, she's like, yeah, I still like myself. And it was, it was like, it was very, very it's light just not a and very shallow. Well, it's just not a very well-made show. But it was interesting. Kind I'm of, glad I saw it. Kind of. I think it's a new trend. I, I don't know if I'm glad. I, I don't know if I'm glad trend. I saw it. Well, I apologize. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm glad we. I'm glad we watched it. It, sure, it looks Tyler's disgusting. Not. That's drinking that brown shit. Mm-hmm. I made me want to try it though. Tastes like burnt. I was like, how bad could it burnt be? Coffee. They said burnt coffee with alcohol, and I was like, okay, <laughs> so what's what's wrong here? I wonder how that guy uh, shipped it to him, like without it leaking and stuff, because it didn't. What? It's the last question I have. <laughs> he put it in a bottle and he made sure the, t- the, t- the cap was tight. Also, you realize that was like a prop bottle, right? They didn't call the camera crew hey, over point. and say like, good "Hey, hey, you, maybe you want to do a show about I me? Come watch me open this box." Without right, it good leaking. point. Good point. Michael, are we like in the 1800s? Like, how are we gonna ship this moonshine without it? Yeah. Oh, have you guys yeah. heard this latest <laughs> ad on our favorite uh, AM station out here for Leaky Gut? Oh God, that's a new one. They're they're. There's a thing that people don't know, and it's what's making them sick. It's called leaky gut, and you eat certain like uh, uh, foods, and uh, they're sharp in your gut, and they'll tear your gut, and then you have leakage inside your body. We can fix it. Leaky gut syndrome. You haven't heard this? I swear to God, I heard it today, and I cannot remember what it was about. <laughs> it was about and I, I, I sort of tuned it out, and I sort of went like, what the fuck are they talking about? I swear, there's there's people sitting around going, "What will idiots buy?" Like, yeah, here's the thing, boss. What if we say there's sharp food and we'll cut open your 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 intestinal tra- tract and then? Do you like tortilla chips? We've got some bad bad news. news. Bad news. Stop eating triangles, fatty. Leaky gut. <laughs> I did learn a long time ago that colds are they cold sores or canker sores? It's all herbs. Are no 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 no. Yes yes yes. Herbs. Cold sores no, are herbs. They canker are sores are almost a hundred percent. Whatever which what whatever one I'm thinking of, almost a hundred percent. Do you have them on your chips. dick? It's not canker sores. What? Absolutely. C- canker sores are from tortilla chips. I don't know if it's canker sores or cold sores. One of them be, is be, almost a hundred percent from tortilla. It would be canker sores. Chips where they where they cause a little abrasion inside your mouth and uh-huh. it turns into. Not an infection, but it turns into a sore. And people that stopped eating chips, they just went away immediately, and they didn't come back. We gotta wrap this up. We're we're ninety minutes in, uh, and this might be the worst show we've ever done. We're ninety minutes. Ninety. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, boys. Gotta gotta wrap her up. Well, uh, the good news is for patrons, uh, we'll start cutting down the episodes. What's that? We won't subject them to these ninety minutes. One, we'll just we'll make it like a nice hour. We'll just chop off thirty minutes. <laughs> Give us money, you'll get less of the show. <laughs> it's a benefit, I'm telling you. We subject the 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 the, the public, mm-hmm. the undiscerning freeloaders. Right. They are subjected to the full 90 minutes of idiocy. I'm excited to talk about bail, guys, with you. Just just the fact that bail is like uh, an idiom that we all use, and the fact you that it term? came from prison mm-hmm. is pretty great. I'm gonna bail. Let's bail, guys. You guys ready to bail? Yeah. What? You didn't like that? What's the matter? Well. Sorry guys, I am I, I have am, I have no way to squeeze in that I thought I, it was I Christian think, Bale we're talking about. I think ever since I mentioned the five cigarette thing, that's all Anderson's been able to think about is that long that long, <laughs> that long How do you attach twelve inch cigarette? No, because I would like go outside to do work when Atticus was sleeping and I would like I, I would like smoke like four or five cigarettes within like forty five minutes. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I just yeah. didn't I didn't care. It was like uh and they're expensive as shit and they're horrible for me and it's like now that I'm cu- starting to cut down, you should finish. Shipping? You should finish Danamora before. Uh, should have been doing before you knock out the cigarettes because every time they smoke a cigarette in that in that show, I'm like, 
Yeah. I know they're in prison, so it's like they're worth more. So they're only breaking them out at like good times. Uh huh. Uh huh. It was like triggering me to want to smoke. So. Uh, the, you know, you know what I think the big thing about the whole the whole smoking thing is mm. is the time. Well, I'm always doing something. I never just smoke in a parking yeah. lot or something. I'm always working, or or reading something. I'm a. It, I never just smoke and do nothing. Well, I, sometimes I'm playing stupid games on my phone, turning my brain off. Like he's even holding his fingers like he's smoking. All right, let's take a smoke break. <laughs> All right, <laughs> we'll do it. A oh, sweet smoke break. Sweet smoke. Or break. Mike can do it. It's not that much. It's kind of a lot of work. So while we're all outside blasting huge five cigarette uh, <laughs> <laughs> mega cigs, what uh, are those called? Five, ma- we are having Marlboro 500s. Marlboro. 500s. I guess they would be called that, huh? Newport 500s. Uh, Slims. We, we really, Tyler brought it to our attention that we almost forgot to pay off uh, the, the Giving Lizard. Which what are was Capris? Are those those really, really, really skinny thin, ones? For, really for thin ones? Yeah. I remember I tried to quit once and I was only smoking Capris <laughs> and I got made fun of merciless. But you had to make, make a bundle of them so they got the size of a regular cigarette? So uh, as we talked about last week, I was going to Christmas dinner with a uh, mm-hmm. family, uh, extended family that hates me and that wrote me out of their life uh, for the last year and a half and now I'm back. Uh, He's back, for baby! The sake, for the sake He's of the back. children. And I asked for your advice, guys. You gave me some very solid advice. What kind of lizard did you get? Gecko? So, uh, Alligator? It was going to be very uncomfortable. And what it was was Jillian and I and Atticus were going to this house. I'm not naming names. And uh, we were going to have to sit at Christmas dinner with um, another, Real quick. some other family members. That what kind of lizard is the lizard we always see? Here? Blue, blue California? Blue belly? Yeah. Because that's not alligator. a gecko. That's like just a, no, no. a regular Alli- alligator, alligator lizard. lizard. Blue bellies are yeah. the ones that are most prevalent. Okay. Maybe a skink? So here's what happened, guys. Here's what happened. We went in there, and yeah. I had it all mapped out. Did I you do the? Exactly did you kick in do. the door? Didn't kick yeah. in the door. Did you yeah. plan the f- fake fight? I sent in Jillian and Atticus first, so okay. they got the Merry Christmas. Hi, hello, and then I came in after, and then okay. it worked out perfectly. Jillian, were and you Atticus, dreading this all? Like, was Christmas no. just like? Ugh. No, no, no. Because I, I came up with a really good game plan. Oh, okay. You're talking to a guy that got removed from a movie theater that went right back in and sat back down. <laughs> I had to see that movie. He's definitely, this isn't going to set him back. I get really uncomfortable, guys, but I just I learned to roll with the punches. So I had a I had a speech planned. Whoa. Right? And I didn't want to have to do it Four in front of Jillian. Four score and seven years ago. So Jillian immediately goes into another room because there's like two living rooms in this house. So like we appreciate the like gesture, but why did he give... Why do you give mm-hmm. the day that will live in infamy speech? So I'm standing there in front of four adults, right? And I'm not the naming names. The only thing names. we have to fear. And I looked right at the one adult who hates me the most and okay. said, look, I really wish everything yeah. that's happened. I dare you to last, knock this battery off my shoulder. Over the last year and a half hadn't happened. And then I said, this is going to be tough to dance around this cause it, without giving away who this person is. But I say, I know I'm not the great ex type family member in the world. Mm-hmm. And then I made a little joke, and I said, just like, and I was like, you'd expect me to be putting it back on that person, right, as I'm yeah. looking at it? But then I went to the left, to the the person's significant other, and I said, just like, this guy's not the greatest ex-type uh, family member. <laughs> to me, he lets me down all the time, right? And then he's like, like I'm making fun of him a little bit, and then he says, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm the epitome of the, uh, the bad ex-type family member. Mm-hmm. And then the person who hates me the most, who caused all this is looking at me and I could see that this person's like heart is breaking a little bit and feeling really bad yeah. and they're being apologetic to me and then all of the misgivings and horrible feelings that I had for this person for the last year and a half like building up that this is the really bad thoughts that I had for this person 
all completely went away and I felt like a total asshole for every having a bad thought about the person. I felt awful for talking about it on the show and I'm just so quick to like turn the corner with people. It's yeah, ridiculous. it's crazy. It's, it's absurd. It's I can go from absolutely hating someone to like feeling sorry for them or loving them or just like if they if they just meet me halfway, I just melt and it's... Yeah. It, I think it's from my dad being so crazy all over the map, but so that's where it was. There was no tension. The rest of the day was great. There was jokes. We're right back to where we oh, were. I had so much right like, back to where we were. I, I had so much like anxiety about it myself. Like we were like opening presents, and I was like, oh, "Wait, today's the day." Yeah, yeah. It was like it occurred yeah. to me, and then I kept almost texting you, but I was like, "No, I need to find out when." Yeah. And then I didn't bring it up when you came over because I was like, we I, spent four. I, we were gonna. The original plan was to spend forty-five minutes, maybe an hour. We spent four and a half, maybe five hours. I could have stayed longer. It, it was it was great. Like I think that we're better now than we've ever oh, been. What a like a Christmas catharsis. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, pretty pretty good. And it's great because I really enjoyed watching. Uh, there's two other little kids that are in the extended family, and it was great watching Atticus play with like his relatives. And it was it was such a great feeling. Just knowing that he was in the other room with two other kids and like everything was fine and well, the her best, laughing with them and it's just great. The best thing of all, it sounds like, uh, it's like genuine. Yeah, like you're not putting on airs. Like no, it's like yeah. Because I, it'd be really frustrating if you're like, I just have to now just be like. And bigger. I think a lot of people would be, but there's something wrong with my brain where I no, inst- I'm I don't th- so I don't think that's quick wrong to forgive you. people. I don't think that's wrong with you. I think what you said is gen- the, the the seeing that person react to what you're saying. Uh, and that person said to me, they said, Anderson, if I was in your shoes, I wouldn't have come today. So I really thank you for coming. And they meant that. And you're like, yeah. what am I, too much of a puss to show up? <laughs> now I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> but it was great. So the so, lizard all right. worked. All right. Uh, so no lizard, huh? Let's talk, ba- let's, let's, let's talk bail. Let's talk some bail bonds. We just did. Oh, all right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm. Nighty night. That's our that's our new send off yeah. for 2019. Nighty night. Night. Okay. Nighty night. The we just did part. We vote it's on only it? going to make sense to Patreon listeners. So Why? it's good. It's a good tease. Uh, that's true. <laughs>